Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. One of the most time-consuming tasks in B2B outbound sales is building prospect lists. If you're going through the trouble to build lists with accurate data, you want to make sure that your lists contain your best fit prospects. There's nothing worse than running an outbound sales campaign and hearing nothing but crickets. Building lists of prospects who are ready to buy now solves that problem. On this episode, I speak with two co-founders who are leveraging AI and intent data to build hyper-targeted lead lists for sales prospecting. They found a way to surface high-potential leads, ones that are exhibiting sales-ready buying signals. We'll also talk about how they approach outreach once they've built a high-intent prospect list. I'm confident that intent data will be a big theme of this decade. Make sure you stay tuned to the very end of this one, and I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Eugenia and Artem are co-founders of Signum.ai. Signum.ai helps marketing and sales teams leverage AI to boost their productivity and reach their goals. Happy to have both of you on for today's episode. Are you both ready to dive in? Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. So how does Signum.ai get results, let's say for sales teams specifically? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I can answer on this question. So we build demand generation platform you said that help our customers make more efficiency marketing companies, more boost efficiency of outreach companies. And we are focused on uh, generate high conversion content. Yeah, because we know how demand generation work and you have on this four steps for demand generation. First of all, you just collect target account. Like the next step, you just generate conversion content like uh, Facebook creatives, LinkedIn creatives, something like this. Next step, you just run A-B testing. And when you find best scenarios for your companies, you just scale it. And how it's going to work. You can do, uh, you can run outreach companies, you can run marketing companies, you can make some heavy testing in one place where you connect our solution in one box. Yeah, just what, what Signum works. Gotcha. So Signum is finding uh, different target accounts that will most likely respond to outreach for sales teams? 
Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, B2B omnichannel marketing platform. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's between like uh, demand generation platform there. Okay, awesome. What would you say makes Signum different or unique among its competitors? Well, it's a good question. First of all, it's all about our secret sauce. Uh, it's artificial intelligence. Yeah, because we have a two point. And first of all, as I said, it's generate high conversion content because we collect a lot of data in competition space. We find what creatives works better, what kind of creatives work better for you. Yeah, like in a Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads. And we train this or GPT model based on this content, and we can generate for you high conversion content. It's one step about AI content generation. Like the next step, we have AI for optimization of your company because we have a smart machine. We can find what kind of target accounts work better for you, for your vertical, what kind of channel work better for you. We test it, we train our model and work better than you just run your companies and find interesting insights for you that's uh, what about uh, our secret sauce because as you know our competition like metadata AO and this company focus on enterprise market but we focus on SMB market we work with small chain we work with the small companies and what is different awesome yeah and I saw after checking out Signum that you can identify best fit leads based on different triggers Right. What yeah. ki- what kind of triggers are those that that, that can identify leads at the right time? You want, you know, like us, we analyze more than two billion uh, sources and uh, like open sources, and uh, it's also like our secret sauce, our cool, uh, our advantage because if you uh, go to Zenith or like Apple or whatever you even like uh, I don't know sales navigator, so uh, you can just gather collect your accounts that already created in database and that's all and uh, all specific patterns like like job hiring for instance and you have no idea uh, what source uh, like the zoom info or polio uh, collect but when it comes to us we do it in real time and just for uh, one customer and one and one second so uh, it means that we prepare or we create an icp with our customer uh, we prepare uh, all these triggers. It can be as uh, of the job hirings as well, and something bigger, something uh, deeper as uh, I don't know, like tech core or, or what what exactly uh, their, this ICP or like decision maker posted on uh, LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. So because of we analyze not only like you know LinkedIn, it just uh, forums, like uh, even Slack community, whatever whatever you want, like YouTube channels. And we try to gather or collect all this data uh, in one place. And we try to uh, find this like patterns between our uh, like decision makers of our customers and these triggers. And just we uh, like when we look through all of this data, uh, not like uh, human eyes <laughs> involved, but uh, machine learning. And we try to uh, understand all these triggers, especially for one customer in one time, not uh, just like, uh, you know, gathering from database. Gotcha. So you're creating that ICP, monitoring tons of different public sources, using AI to identify different patterns based on triggers in real time for that specific customer you're working for. Okay, good stuff. And who would you say is your ideal customer that you work with? Like if someone's listening, who could most benefit from this? 
Yeah, I guess it's uh, pretty obvious, like uh, all sales and marketing teams, <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, everyone needs to uh, boost their uh, revenue, boost their ROI, uh, boost their sales machine. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, but we focus on um, other uh, large industries as uh, factories, for instance. Yeah, we also can collect for leads for them. And uh, such as like just tech companies, IT companies, uh, SaaS products, digital agencies, just in-house team and uh, FMCG market, for instance. Cool. Good stuff. Moving into the kind of case study portion of our conversation, I'd love to dive into an example of, you know, a sales example. A lot of people listening are in B2B, right? They're selling software. They may be selling agency services. They're looking for uh, leads, different things they can, uh, with mm-hmm. prospecting, right? What are some, can we go into an example of how someone has used Signum before to construct the campaign where they are, you know, finding these best fit leads and converting them? I can answer this question. Yes, as Zenia said, we just focus on SMB or B2B companies, but sometimes mm-hmm. we work with big companies like Coca-Cola or Red Bull because we can find some interesting audience for marketing companies. And in our case, we can boost efficiency, we can boost CTR in the marketing companies for Coca-Cola in it twice. Yeah, it's uh, because we find hot audience, we generate uh, high conversion content, run company, find what works better. And basically on this data, we just optimize company and boost CTR and boost check size and yeah. So if we talk about uh, our big customer, if we talk about our B2B customer, we work with the company such Stories Game. Yeah, just uh, collect the list of just prospect building and find interesting triggers for this company like HR directors who likes post with uh, keywords like burnout remote employees. Yeah, we just find these target accounts for our customer and uh, give them contact they call, make some cold call, make some outreach company and close deal, maybe 40 tons. I, I don't know, maybe Evgenia said more information about this case. Yeah, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to dig into that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Morgan, your question was like some example of uh, how, with, uh, how our customers works uh, with our data, yeah? Yeah, like a, spe- like a specific example of, of how they've, used it before for an outreach campaign? Yeah, for instance, uh, the stories game, they provide uh, service for, uh, like stories, it means uh, Instagram stories, something for automatization. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't uh, remember exactly, but uh, whenever. Uh, and um, we it's collected... Story gang, you said? Story gang? Stories gain, yeah. We can send you a link or like a case study. Of sure. Our, our, Recording, yeah. So uh, we collected for them uh, HR, uh, not only HR directors, but also uh, SMR, like uh, if I'm not mistaken, also like a team lead of paid social uh, team, something like this. And we try to understand what triggers works, work better for them. For instance, is it a job hiring or is it just uh, something po- was posted in LinkedIn about around this topic? Uh, around topic of uh, how to gain uh, their campaign in stories, for instance, Instagram stories or like Facebook stories, or like how automate we should automate this uh, uh, story uh, 
Instagram campaign, ads campaign. And what was cool is that they tried to do it in-house. They tried to collect the in-house just the contact info and they used Sales Navigator and they filter their accounts just, if I'm not mistaken, headcounts and title and uh, I guess cho- not not geography but something <laughs> basic trigger yeah, or not triggers yeah, but like basic, basic yep. demographic yeah, yeah just basic filter filters yeah just right. uh, t- demography and we help uh, help them out uh, with triggers uh, even this job hiring uh, it was uh, the best uh, conversion trigger for them but not only the magic happens uh, with the trigger if you use uh, good personalization good uh, icebreaker and uh, you try to um, combine this trigger, the, this uh, knowledge of what's going on in company right now, and it's your uh, kind of hook in uh, sure. an intro, email intro. So you can increase your open rate and also response rate. So these guys, uh, they even they ran outreach campaigns for the first one. It was uh, 250 account, uh, like emails involved. And uh, they closed to more than five deals. Unfortunately, I can't say uh, the amount of deals, but it uh, has uh, five numbers <laughs> in a bill. Gotcha. Each one? No. In general, total. Like, Go total. total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. So this company, they do, they optimize Instagram campaigns, right? Yep. And you mentioned that a couple of the triggers or Arda mentioned a couple of triggers were remote hiring burnout among remote employees. I'm trying to, how does that, how does that link to uh, optimizing Instagram campaigns? I'm just trying to link, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah, I guess it's about burnout. It's uh, told to Artom for about like, what exactly? Like, uh, as I told you, it was tracking of uh, news and what's going on around companies that they wanted to target and their decision gotcha. makers. Also, uh, it was about tracking kind of scandals, kind of uh, what celebrities uh, were involved in this or not, or like what uh, companies were involved, uh, were involved, how bigger is, uh, how big is uh, the company. And also open job for hiring trigger. It, uh, as I told you, it was uh, um, uh, mostly conversion, conversion one. So uh, even uh, job opening of if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, inf- they uh, started to they started tracking yeah influence marketers mm-hmm. and choosing uh, industries, interesting industries. That's all. Like uh, for instance, uh, if we faced with if we ran into open to vacancy to influence a marketer or like brand manager or like ambassador, whatever mm-hmm. uh, they call it, and we. After this, like we go or like look through the company if it's uh, if if service is okay uh, with uh, uh, demography with industry if it fits or not with uh, ICP of our customer like in stories gain and if it uh, if everything uh, matches so uh, we collect all this data in one place in platform and just give them and they work uh, through all of this trigger. And mm-hmm. open rate was uh, about uh, 60, 61%, yeah, for sure. And they closed the deal. Most, uh, more deal were closed uh, thanks to the first trigger about job hiring. And to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, also good results uh, uh, showed tracking 
of news, uh, just like uh, the scandal, like uh, negative, negative one, negative news mm -hmm. about, uh, uh, and they also track uh, launches of a new product, of new product in general, uh, or a new product on new market, for instance. Okay, I see what you're saying now. So you're you're looking at several different layers of information in order to target these right companies. So the information around remote hiring could mean like, hey, they're open to bringing someone on. They may be open to working with us. Something like negative reviews or a scandal, that's yep. a trigger for, okay, maybe they're looking to make a change right now, right? And then same thing with hiring influencer marketers. Maybe they're looking to optimize Instagram. So all these things from different angles point towards, okay, maybe they're, maybe they're more likely to want to optimize Instagram campaigns right now. And for the burnt, when you're talking about earlier with burnout of remote employees for people talking about that, you're using, or that company, your, your customer was using that for messaging, for context within the yeah. email that they're sending. So some triggers are, hey, they might be this. They might be this. May make this prospect more likely to say yes right now. And other stuff you're looking at is for messaging of the emails. Yeah, like uh, for warm connection, for instance. Yeah, uh, it can be just a trigger as a I don't know. They like uh, go hiking, for instance, and you also, <laughs> and you can create like a first message icebreaker. Uh, just to follow this uh, knowledge is that, oh, guys, I saw you for, uh, I don't know, out next week, uh, or not next weekend, but previous one, previous weekend. And by the way, uh, like, I'm in, uh, I don't know, I'm in love with hiking too. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the reason why I uh, email you is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and right. like this. And yeah, uh, and if you, I believe, like, in we use, uh, even this example in our strategy, in our outer strategy, uh, so your email should be uh, warm and full of, you know, like vivid energy. Like if it's like plain and, and dry, nobody care, cares about your email and your outreach campaign. Uh, if it can uh, just, you know, spread kind of emotions, some hooks, like emotional one hooks, not, not only what you uh, described in your letter uh, and your sequence, what was your product. But uh, you feel this con connection, <laughs> I don't know, like unconsciously you feel this connection between who uh, who is a male you and you as a uh, people, uh, as a person who uh, gets this uh, email. And if you uh, like try to create this uh, bridge, your email campaign will work uh, better for sure. And gotcha. if it's like just a plane, yeah. So even if you use a trigger, but your email campaign just, I don't know, full of text, uh, like, uh, for instance, uh, A4 list and you can just send the Google Docs. So nobody will answer for this shit. Like, it's, it's also obvious. It's about, like, a combination, you know, of mix using AI, using knowledge of this and just... Uh, Try to implement your emotional state in this sequence. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So injecting in emotion, being yep. full of energy, making the email warm, right? Not making it yeah, trying to warm yeah. up your cold outreach as much as possible. Yeah. We also, if it, like, if we start uh, talking about this, about like email strategy. So we also, um, every time we A-B tasting visual content in our sequences and it can be both as uh, just image as my picture, like, you know, this 
manifest of lamb list, <laughs> like with a cup yeah. of tea and or like with a just blank list and something uh, added to, to this. And uh, we also A-B tasting uh, just the picture from Zoom for like a whole team together uh, or like short video uh, that uh, we made not for each of uh, our uh, account for like each of lead, but it's like kind of general, but it's not a dynamic pages uh, also. Uh, if, if you work with Lambis, yeah, you know that uh, they can. Those dynamic landing pages. The dynamic landing pages, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, not on, uh, it's not about like dynamic landing pages. It's most about just a video that you can put on uh, your uh, email and not uh, via link, but uh, like just with uh, like this preloading with cover of uh, from YouTube, for instance, or like from Vimeo, whatever you download, upload it. It has um, the campaign with uh, visual content has, uh, from, if you talk about us, the average one uh, open rates is uh, 66 up to 73%. If you talk about uh, Western market, it's the USA or UK. If it comes to CYS market, like uh, most uh, Earth regions, so the open rate can increase, can rocket uh, up to like 90%, 95% open rate and also response rate. Yeah, but uh, matters uh, like major part open rates uh, or not open rates, response rates. Of if if I if I open my alarm list right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will see the average one uh, 33, 37%. And um, response, yeah, response rate. And uh, we like for our, for us, for instance, yeah, in Signum AI, if campaign, uh, if campaign hit uh, only like for 50% or 50, 15% of uh, response rate, we like it's failed. Okay. <laughs> we understand like it's failed campaign. Yeah. So, so I want to dig into those numbers for a, a second because 33 to 30% response yeah. rate is really high, which is great. So I'd love to know what you guys are doing there. So you mentioned uh, the open rates of 66 to 73%. Yep. That's what you're seeing when you're sending email to Eastern Europe. Not, no, not Eastern, Western. Western Europe. But, but yeah, you know, it's okay. like, uh, yeah, say USA, uh, market UK, for instance, it okay. can be like uh, Spain, Whatever. Gotcha. Canada. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. If we talk so, about like East, uh, Eastern market, <laughs> the open rate just uh, rocketing and it, it can be 90%, 95%. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And then the response rates, you're getting 33% to 37%. How, how big is a campaign that you usually run? How many people? It's a good question because uh, I'm not a lover and I didn't like uh, to run campaign one campaign first first one uh, with a full of uh, accounts with a full of prospect like 500 for instance we ran it uh, step by step mm-hmm. uh, we launched the campaign and just adding 50 50 leads per day okay. and like for instance uh, we analyze uh, the result of campaign and decide should we a b testing something should we change something if uh, uh, we reach to 150 or like uh, 200 uh, prospects, and we don't like the result. So we are not so cool with results. For instance, our response rate just, uh, no, like 10% or like 15%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, we try to understand, uh, okay, what was wrong? And we also uh, 
uh, looks uh, looks through uh, all metrics that can uh, that Lambda provides us, uh, such as um, also like this click links clicked or something like this. Like, yeah, they track the if uh, somebody right. clicks uh, yeah on your link. So we check also this like how what we try to understand of where where was the engagement with our emails. And uh, if there is no engagement at all, like nobody clicks even uh, in a signature, for instance, my, on my Instagram mm-hmm. or like on a Facebook or LinkedIn page, that obviously uh, something goes wrong, something yeah, uh, went wrong. And we just uh, look, uh, what, okay, what was open rate? If it was good enough, or we just scrub with a title, with a headline. Mm-hmm. And we're A-B testing. It's a... I don't okay. know. It's magic. Just about A/B testing. Each word can lead and can do significant changes. Got you. So you you all will put fifty contacts a day, fifty yeah. prospects a day into a yeah. into a campaign, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, we uh, start like our first launch. It uh, every time it like fifty and can be seventy uh, prospect in one campaign in one sequence. And the next day, we add uh, the next one, like uh, portions, so just uh, also 50, uh, 50 prospects in our campaign. And after this, we pause some, uh, like we uh, set some break, some, some delay uh, between how many uh, prospects we will add next time and see how, it's, uh, how it goes with a, just, you know, with a sequence. If, uh, if uh, there is small engagement with the first uh, letter, uh, with the first email, so what hap- what will happen with the uh, second one? We are waiting for two days or like for three days, and after this, uh, we add uh, the next uh, 50 uh, prospects in our campaign. And when we reach like 200 or like 200, 250, uh, we decide and like we already know what the response rate and what was uh, reply rate. Yeah, because uh, it uh, it takes some time, like from first uh, first uh, when we downloaded the prospect and like there's short time. It, mm-hmm. it takes how many? Like four weeks, I guess. Yeah, it takes a week. And uh, we already uh, understand uh, what uh, what's the engagement and what's response rate of our campaign. Because uh, even if uh, even you, if you do personalization, I guess it's pretty enough to some collect data and do some analysis uh, if you reach 100 emails or 150. So basically, we all people and if uh, if we are interested, if we're interested in something, we will answer to this. We will show you <laughs> to this, yeah. even so, if it's negative answer. So after that 200, about 250 emails, you can look at your response rate and see that you've got 33% uh, to 37%. How many follow-ups do you do? First uh, email and three or four follow-ups. And the delay of between each of them, it also can jump. Uh, it uh, can be different. Like we testing a uh, one-day delay from like first, uh, first uh, letter, first email, and the second one. We also testing uh, two or three days uh, delay uh, and uh, between the first and the second uh, step. But to be honest, there is uh, no pattern uh, for answering. <laughs> like I cannot find it. Like the uh, all three uh, method uh, methods uh, work uh, same. 
like and nothing like significantly changes uh, in open rate, for instance. The delay between second and third email, I guess it's common, uh, three or two days also. And before, uh, between a certain uh, fourth email, it also can be three days. And uh, if it, uh, if we send a uh, fifth email or uh, like a sixth email, it's it's uh, very rare, but we do it. We change the uh, headline of uh, our sequence and also the delay between uh, like uh, four email and uh, five. Uh, fifth, uh, it uh, for five days. Gotcha. So usually when you're following up for those first one to four emails, you're using the same subject line, you're threading, you're threading yep. the yep. thing? From the first, yeah, from the first, uh, first email to up to fourth, uh, yeah, we use the same subject and uh, after this we change it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So before we were talking about creating the creating a good email, you know, first off, uh, war- should be warm, fu- warm and full of energy, emotion, and then I took notes on layering in a personal icebreaker that you know about the person, going into the reason why I emailed you, which should have knowledge about the company, and then mm-hmm. I would assume from there a quick value proposition and asking for either a meeting or ask or trying to get engagement from them. Do I have that correct? Yep. And if you or ask me about like what what CTA mm-hmm. uh, in our email. Uh, so it's um, mostly about not like, hey, guy, can we like chat tomorrow about right. this? Or like, like I don't know, how, how, can we have like five or ten minutes uh, chat to next week? No, mm-hmm. it's not uh, not about this. It's mostly like, can you? Uh, are you interested or like, I really want to uh, just, you know, like a uh, good connection, never hearts. And we, uh, I just want to make sure that we are able to help you. And you can be uh, like you, you can pro- be profitable with us, or like you you really can increase something. And what what I ask is just even like through emails, we can like other next steps. We can dive into uh, what 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 our process right now. Right now, for instance, uh, with a uh, like audience in Facebook. What is your uh, settings for Facebook ads? How you collect the data? What is your what? We decided to, we, we uh, call them to meeting, like we uh, arrange the meeting, but not uh, not in a first uh, send, not in a first email. Like it must be like you know, uh, we try to uh, create a warm connection, and um, I would say sell our expertise, like uh, not uh, like sell the meeting with uh, nobody, with no one. Gotcha. So you're looking to create that warm connection and establish authority. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Are your follow-up emails, do they have the same level of personalization or is it just that first email? Just about mostly. <laughs> just the email. first one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one and uh, the next one, they just uh, has, uh, I don't know, like this, uh, where I will with uh, uh, company name, first name, of course, and maybe something with the industry or title or like this trigger or like, yeah, we can just uh, uh, trigger, yeah, like a job, uh, job uh, like posted uh, or like something like this, the name of the title that they searched uh, for hiring, for instance, we can also use it. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, I would say, the focus of, um, we, we are focusing 
uh, in our follow-ups mostly uh, for visualization for visual content. Uh, it can be short uh, video recording, like I know from me, for instance, uh, with me, or like with my salesperson, or like with uh, Artem, and uh, the pictures, like the, our photos, uh, or like team photos, something like this. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, yeah. And by the way, uh, with uh, these follow-ups, if if you look through if uh, every follow-ups, if it's visualization added, so uh, they uh, reach uh, most uh, replies rates uh, than without for any visualization, just a plain text. Cool, cool. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I believe in this uh, uh, connection stuff <laughs> between people. Yeah, and maybe because I believe in this, it, uh, it works. It's, it's a magic. Yeah, you saying you believe in reaching people, making a connection? Is that what you said? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can establish... I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, when I write the sequences uh, or like my guys write sequences and I try to teach them in a way like guy, uh, like put in a list, uh, like whatever, put on in a mail, uh, what you really uh, think. Like if you, if you uh, find your product uh, as the greatest one, uh, why? What, uh, what's the benefit customer will get? If uh, he, why, why exactly he should uh, answer you and waste uh, uh, his time on you? So uh, you should understand and answer uh, to all this question in your head before you uh, something uh, write down. And after this, you you, you just do it. <laughs> like, and if you want to smile after, or like if you want to make some joke, uh, if you want to make the person who will read uh, this email uh, smile. So put the smile, put the emoji, put the, put, I don't know, like stupid gifts uh, or like mm -hmm. just cool gifts. So whatever the, uh, if, so the main goal, when your person open your emails, uh, he doesn't know you, but he should like, you know, uh, the, their feelings should, uh, I don't know, invoke uh, to answering you. I don't know. I, it, it sounds uh, maybe because I work like this and when uh, somebody outreach me, I don't care about plain text and I understand that uh, I answering, uh, yeah, I really answer uh, just only to emails which uh, has uh, or images uh, or image or pics uh, with a guy. Mm -hmm. Like I, I see, like he have, like uh, he has done some homework before he wrote me, and it's right. not a stupid, yeah, email. Right, relevant, relevant. Writing from the heart makes someone smile. I love it. Signum dot yeah. AI. Thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Yes, yeah, thank you, Morgan. I hope uh, I don't know. Maybe my experience and our experience will help some of our listeners and Absolutely. they will find, yeah, find some inspiration. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing uh, your experience. What you guys are doing, I think is very interesting and it is the, the future of cold outreach and B2B sales. So excited to see what you all do. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening.